And welcome to another episode of A Little Something to Wine About with your hosts, Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle, where we whine, W-I-N-E, about life, love, relationships, and more, because sometimes you just need to whine a little. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, or rosé and join us on the couch. And please do not drink and drive. Don't want them Crank link. Well, no those problems. You don't need those problems. I won't have those problems, but you will. And we don't want you to have those problems on the behalf of us. Um, hello, people. I hope you have been having a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, I know I have been having a very interesting time <laughs> as of late, Man. but welcome, welcome, welcome. For those who don't know. Um, before we get into today's topic, if you're new here, let's, let's just say we, we, we whine, moan, groan, complain, the words that rhyme with twitch. I promise you I switch this word every time, uh, <laughs> um, about just life stuff and today's topic, we will be whining about your this is more so going to be gauged to the women i mean not excluding the men you guys have your tribes as well but this one is is geared towards us a little bit more it's ladies we, night and yeah. the feelings <laughs> this is ladies night oh, but, oh, oh but, <laughs> this is ladies night and in this ladies night we will ladies night episodes we will be discussing our women tribes and that's why i said it's geared more toward the women because we can't speak to man tribes because we not met no uh, <laughs> no i don't know nothing about that i don't know what y'all tribes like i don't, I don't know y'all code like none of that nah, but bro. i can speak to girl code what i'm changing i'm changing the narrative because i'm a girl but i'm not a girl i'm a woman I'm changing the narrative to woman code. Okay, let's let's do that. You know Fuck what? I'm gonna do code. this. I'm gonna call it the law of ladies. The ladies' law. Yes, the ladies', ladies law. law. The ladies' law. Y'all can have y'all bro code. We got we the ladies', ladies. law. Cheers to that. <laughs> I will cheers to that. So before we get into ladies' law, uh, Siobhan, tell us what you're whining today. So I have a sparkling. I'm a little late because you know the first week of July is sparkling. <laughs> I'm I'm a tad tad tardy for the party. A tad little tart. Uh huh. But um, tardy for the party. You remember I have, song? I do. I have the Botani uh, sparkling muscat, and I was told that the muscat is not me jacking it up, ladies and gentlemen. There is a muscat it's and a muscat. It's not the same. It's they not are two the same. They're two Education. different grapes. Two different grapes. They are cousins, but they are not the same. All right. So I have my sparkling muscat by Botani, and that's what I'll be sipping on today. 
Okay, well, today um, I have 19 crimes. This is Snoop Dogg's uh, wine. My wow. husband. I did yeah. not know. I didn't know. I just didn't it's, know. It, it's, it's called that. Well, the company name is 19 Crimes. Uh, I have the Cali Red. Um, and like I said, this is the Snoop Dogg uh, wine. My hus- This was a gift from my husband. Um, oh, it really got his picture on it, too. It really has his picture on it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, it's me. Bump up, Betty. You can, you, you can know the affiliation, but you're going to know because my photo on <laughs> the photo. Okay? Yes, I said it like that because I'm ghetto a little bit. I was raised in Southeast D.C. Don't judge me or Southeast. I will come for you. Don't at me. Anyway, oh, so boy. that's what I will be. I rep, I look, I rep that set. I know. But I, I have a problem with stereotypes about my set. You so. Southeast bougie, we know. Hey, bam! As long as y'all know, the bougie <laughs> people exist in Southeast. But that's what I'm I'm whining on today. We're going to whine about that another time. We are definitely going to whine about <laughs> We're going to rep your hood. That's a whine for another rep time. We're gonna that's, do that. Matter of fact, we're going to call it that. Rep your set, boo. <laughs> and that will be coming soon. And by soon, I mean like a couple months. But we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to do it. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, um, speaking of our ladies' law, girl trap, um, we want to speak to the importance of having one. Um, I know a lot of us are, oh, I don't need a friend. I don't, I don't want anybody to be in my business. Oh, girls talk too much. Oh, I don't have a lot of girlfriends. And I understand every piece of that. However, I feel like your girl, well, your woman tribe, your girl tribe, your clique, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't have to be big. Uh, it, it can that circle, that inner circle can be very small. It can be a, a, a very small number of two, mm-hmm. or it can be a very large number of seven. Personally, my girl circle. It has done, I think we spoke to this about how, uh, in our very first, second episode, uh, Friends in Adulthood, it, it grows and it shrinks and it stands the test of time. And I think that's what the ultimate, for me, that's what I, I have learned in my 35 plus years of living. Um, it's more so my tribe or who I consider my tribe are the people who I don't talk to every day. But if I need uh, a shoulder to lean on, a shoulder to cry on, someone to yell at, someone to vent at, I have that circle and that cap- you know, that capability. And for me, mine is very, very, very small. I will I, I can honestly say I ha- I think I have like an outer girl tribe and then right. like an inner mm-hmm. girl tribe. Like yeah. I think it's levels to it. And I know that that that's why I said this is geared to women. It might be a little bit more complex. <laughs> that sounds complex. But I have an outer girl tribe because it's girls that I can go to and I know they will give me sound advice. I have an inner girl tribe. Those are the ones who I can literally be vulnerable with. 
tell them, look, I know I, because I know I screwed up. Like if I was to do something and I know that I'm wrong, there are about three people. I'm going to raise my hand because I'm one of those three. I know. Oh, I. you definitely are. <laughs> that I know. I can go to and be like, girl. Yeah, don't call me if you don't want the truth. I, I messed up. And, or I, or, girl, he messed up. Or, girl, let me tell you what this has to say to me. And they messed up. And, and, or, girl, I'm hurting. I'm losing. You know, there are, and I say three. And one of them being my mom. <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest. I say three. I think that's important though. I think it's important to know what your circle is. And I know, like for me, I said, I've said for a long time that I didn't, I grew up with guys. I did. But the irony of that, and I, I think it speaks to my best friend from like three years old up till now has always been a girl. Even if that's the only other girl, only girl I rock mm-hmm. with. I have always, and I can name them. Like I can mm-hmm. legit go down the name of who mm-hmm. they were at what grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last, like I, I can truly say, Monisha Lize, if she out there listening, she's in Florida. <laughs> but hey, hey, it was like my sister still, still consider her my sister to this day, even though we haven't talked in like 15, 20 years. I haven't seen her, but I know if I were to run into her, it's because we didn't end on bad times. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my friend Jamie was one hope was another and there was i will say i've had in my adulthood now and like recently since like 2008 has been the most girls around me that i've had after middle school because i actually my tribe in middle school was male and female it was about because everybody came and hung out at my house because i had a big basement (laughs) it was about five five girls and five and four five girls and five guys in my like and it was we were just close and that was for a solid summer and Mm -hmm. I think that through the next through the next summer kind of we we kind of split a little bit but basically for two summers there were 10 of us just chilling and it was male and female but after that point all my friends were pro- mostly guys except the girls I danced with. But, you know, that's your dance family, which is a whole other. different. Yeah. It's different. That's... But my, but, and that's a different type of tribe. But, like, I always had my one best friend. And, like, my best friend has been my best friend since, oh, oh, five has been the same. And it's been a, it's been a girl. I have two other best friends that are boys as males, as we said. But my tribe has never really been big. But I think it's about quality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's definitely about quality because like, like, I mean, it's something that you you hear or we were brought up on. Everybody don't have your best interest at heart. And right. you have to, and it's, and it's, you have to find those people. And that's why I said, who's staying the test of time. Um, growing up when in, uh, when I was in elementary school, and it's hilarious because I was, that's why I think I'm quiet because I feel like I was quiet in elementary school. I was very, very to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always someone randomly just, no, you're not going to bother her. I didn't even know I was being bothered, but okay. <laughs> thank you. Um, and in elementary school, it was a small group of us. Uh, it was, oh, okay. So it was Carlise. Okay. And we just clicked and 
it again, we didn't hang out like every day, all the time. That was just my homie. Like, cool, what's up? Hey, and and then I had my best friend Nicole. And I think that's where I first experienced what it was like to have a friend and then to have a friend to turn on you. Um yeah. Yeah, and that was in the fifth grade. And the next person who became my friend is when I met my best friend, Michelle, in middle school. Um, and we clicked. And 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 that's been my that's been that's been my most steady female friend in my life. Like Michelle has been there for for ever um when i lived in dc i had a it, it, my out tribe was small in southeast on minnesota avenue it was nothing for you to walk down the block and see us girl because we used to do talent shows i was always the director we was always putting on a talent show and it was the girls at the end of the block um miss joyce kids and then me and my sister um and nene and we was always practicing cheers and dances and everything like that. And it's funny because the girls down the street, Miss Joyce's children, their um, oldest sister name was Michelle. So me and her, just off our names, just naturally clicked. And we were both the oldest in our house. And so that was at home. I had that Michelle at school. I had this Michelle. So at some point I developed, oh, your name's Michelle, then we're great. And it has to be spelled the right way. It cannot be spelled with one L. Sorry for anybody who spells their name with one L. No harm. We just don't rock right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it's scientific. Like I, I can go, I'm not even gonna touch that, girl. That's a whole, whole number wine for another day. Um, I did a whole experiment, like for real. Um but there's certain names that I don't rock with, but that we'll get to that. That is a while for another yeah. time. The, the yeah. names you just don't slim. Um, but so it was it was that. And then when I got to and middle school was real hard for me. Um, when I got to high school, I joined the dance team. And that's why I say, yeah, the dance is a different thing, and the dance was its, is its own tribe. But outside of that, I just had Michelle. I didn't have any other friends. Like I didn't have anybody else whose house I went over and spent the weekend with, you know, who if none of that that I had. It was literally just Michelle. Um, so when I got to when I went to community college, I met Aisha. Aisha helped me drive. Like she taught pretty much outside of my parents, she taught me how to park a car. <laughs> so <laughs> she helped me get one of my uh, first like paying jobs yeah so like it was her and it, from Isha it was Isha Leslie and Jesse and it was us and even though Leslie and Jesse wasn't as close man Isha at one point was inseparable we to join the dance um troupe and we danced together then I got pregnant and I left and you know but it still to this day I, I can still talk to Carlise I can still talk to Michelle. Well, Miss Joyce Michelle, I don't know where she is, but her mother still has the house. So if I wanted to find her, I could find her. Right. Uh, um, I still have my best friend, Michelle. Isha's my sister. I don't care what anybody says. Jesse's my sister. Leslie's my sister. So that's why I say I have my outer circle and then I have my inner circle. And 
my inner circle, and, it, and I, I well, my, uh, I, I, I don't know if I call her out. I got one that's in between, and that's Tarisha. She like. But we already said before the difference between like a friend and family. But I guess, but that's still part of your tribe. Like for me, my first experience with a female tribe, I guess would have been second and and third grade. It was me, Samaya, Portia, Chiquita, and Monisha. And Monisha, I had known since we were three years old. So like we went to the same preschool. That Mm -hmm. was like my sister. We was always together. We were inseparable. That was my homie. Um, but I think that was my first time because I won't say that was my first time up to then I had like, my friends were, were mixed. They were male and boys and girls didn't really matter. But that was the first time I had a tribe. Like we were in school all the time. And the thing Mm -hmm. about it is Tamaya, Monisha and I all lived like within a mile of each other. So we Mm -hmm. would go to each other's house. Fortunately, Chiquita lived a little out more, but we all hung out like to my and I, mm-hmm. and then the school I went through was K through eight. So we were all close to eighth grade. Monisha moved away, I think around sixth or seventh. But to my and I stayed close till we finished middle school. Then when I went to high school, my circle got weird because I went to a predominantly white high school. Um, and so I had like me and this girl, Tamika, we were real, we were real close. And part of it was they, I had been there for like two months and she came from the city the same way that I had come from the city school. We both went to the suburb school and they kind of like threw us together because it was like, oh, hey, Siobhan. she was in my homeroom because I was a Jackson. She was a Johnson. And they, so she was in my homeroom and it was like, oh, hey, she's from the city like you and da-da-da. And y'all are black, although they wouldn't say that, but that's part of what it was. <laughs> Let's be honest yeah, here. Black. Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put the black girls together that are from the city and whatever and that's fine you know do you because we became cool but I also had my friend Stacy like my circle in high school is very weird because mm-hmm. my tribe I didn't really feel like I had one like not a solid one I was cool with Stacy and 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 the more artsy and I can't them. even call them guys <laughs> Stacy and them Stacy and them then I had mm-hmm. like so Tamika and the black people because let's be real mm-hmm. you black and a white high school you stick together you know everybody and then I had like the smart geek squad which was like christina lee and like some of the asians and the white people because mm-hmm. again like because i was in ap classes or honors classes but then stacy and i were real close because we had a, a, a personalities that were similar but then tamika and i were close with the other one because we black in this predominantly white school <laughs> so i didn't really have like a set tribe it was kind of right. like i tried jumps and I think that was like my high school was really trying to find my tribe identity. I just jumped all over the place. Um, and then like college, I met my best friend, and there was a tribe. It was me, L, Kelly, and Sherelle for like, but it was rough because college, like you say, people in and out. And mm-hmm. whether it's because money, because like my best friend right. left um second semester, sophomore year, she was gone. Kelly and I stayed together and roomed through junior year, but we weren't really that close. Like personalities didn't vibe. Sherelle left after the first, after freshman year, she was gone. She did one year and she was out um, cause of money. Like, so I think, and by, so by the end of my graduating, when I graduated, like I had all the people I, that were in my like department, if you will, but I didn't really have a tribe. Like mm-hmm. my ex, 
at the time and like his friends were like my tribe so I basically ended up back with guys <laughs> like right. my senior year was me my ex and his friend like that it was it was that yeah. and we weren't even together mm-hmm. at that point it was coach son mm-hmm. that's who I was around um and but I will say but that's what I was gonna say but I will say oh eight right before my senior year that summer <laughs> is when my girl tribe became like bigger but I didn't really know how to quite take it because I also say what killed girl tries for me was the people I thought that I was close with, like my, my part of some of my squad that I was close with in like second, third and fourth grade became part of a hate club about me in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Cause that was back when hate books yeah, and hate you, clubs that's when were you the thing. To, to, that's that hurt the, uh, and see, I'll, I'll call it hurt. I'm not going to call it trauma. And I, that's a whole but that hurt I think I feel like that's when people first start to experience their um hurt you know when you go well dang we was just cool like what happened and I feel like it happens like that upper uh elementary the upper elementary grades because levels um, upper because, elementary into middle school yeah into middle school yeah because mine's happened for fifth grade it sounds like yours happened around the same time mm-hmm. and I feel like you kind of if you go through that and I'm not speaking to everybody because I do know some people they don't have that experience um, at such a young age um but I feel like when you go through that you kind of become I'm not going to say weary. I'll say cautious. Of definitely, definitely. Who? Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna let you in. Then too, you're still children. You're still trying to figure you out. I'll be honest. I'm an adult, and I'm still trying to figure me out. Okay. I mean, we grow uh, every day, so hey. Look. So and even when we grow, sometimes I'll be like, "Am I growing?" <laughs> I mean, it's constant evolution. It's slow. Things happen, but yeah. And I feel like that—that's a part of, but we're talking about it because I think a lot of people don't understand how important it is to have the girl tribe or for those who don't want to call it that a support system. Mm -hmm. I will say that. And because we all go through life and we are not meant to do this alone. Right. Um, We are meant to fellowship with one another, to communicate with one another, to interact with one another, which is another reason why the whole shutdown thing was was a big crucial. You know, people were like going through withdrawal from connecting physically, you know, or in person with another, because that's what we are made for. We're made for those interpersonal. Even as introverts, we still have a desire for uh, 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 in-person connection. It may not be with a whole bunch of people, but that desire is still there. I am truly the type of introvert that's like, I want to be around a bunch of people, but don't nobody say nothing to me. Like, and I know that sounds crazy. I just want you to know I'm here. But you don't but have to don't really talk to me. You don't have to talk to me at all. I promise you. I'm good just sitting around people watching because I'm out with people. Like, and as I'm planning my birthday, which is about to be expensive, it's crazy, but that's certainly a wine for a whole nother time. Um, I'm doing it by myself. I'm going by myself. I plan to go by myself, but I'm 
looking forward. There, there's a reason that I cho- I've chosen to stay at hotels instead of cabins by myself. Mm-hmm. When I could sh- be strictly by myself, we need that that interaction. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that makes you talk to a stranger on the elevator. Mm-hmm. Or talk to the cabbie that's driving you. Or talk to some random person on the subway. Or when you meet somebody that... mm, I had a moment, sorry. Uh, You meet somebody's (laughs) eyes on the subway and y'all have a a nonverbal mental connection. That happened to me with this dude on the subway my freshman year of college. And I wish I'd have got his number. He was, first of all, anyway, no, we're not going to do that. I, I, there's certain things in your life I feel like you never, there's certain things in your life I feel like you never let go. And that's going to no, be one of mine. Look, I understand. I, I have, I, I, I understand. I, I have definitely, well, we, we talked, we, we didn't, I didn't let it go. The whole, that's, yeah. But I, I know I've, I have people or had missed moments and missed, missed, just missed had moments, moments where it was like, Oh, I, I definitely ask people I can have whole entire conversations with and people will be like, what the heck y'all got going on? Nothing. But we are literally having a whole telepath- telepathic, right? Mm-hmm. Conversation. I want to make sure I say telekinetic. That's different. That's different. That's, that's, that's moving. moving. Things. That's moving. Girl, I was right. I was like, girl, I was like, my dyslexia is not going to win this time. Uh- <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, so I, I get it. I think we all have had that, but go ahead. But I think it's, but I think that it's about, like you say, that connection that you have mm-hmm. with people and that people are missing. And I think we actually started losing that even before the pandemic with everything becoming an automated machine from ATMs mm-hmm. to everything else. And then we were encouraged by, you don't have to pay as many fees if you talk to a machine instead of a real person. And there are certain things that I'm still the type of person to be like, but no, I no, want to see need, somebody. I need, I need a person. Like, I need somebody to literally, I don't need a machine to tell me, you, this is not uh, available. No, no, I need to know why. I need you to mm-hmm. break it down. I need for us to have a dialogue, a conversation. Yes, that, that's still a word. It's still an act. Matter of fact, it's an action word. Let's, come on. <laughs> let's, let's have, like, I need that. Um, But I think, you're right. I think the pandemic did do that. It, it made everybody, First of all, I made everybody sit down. <laughs> and then once you sat down, you realize, wait, computers, like it was like a movie. Computers mm-hmm. can't do everything. We need this interaction with each other. So, um, yeah, but I feel like that was God saying, all right, y'all doing too much. But yeah, you're, you're right. But as far as the tribe piece goes, it's important because that tribe can lift you out of a lot. But you got to be careful because remember, we also had another tribe where we had, we thought we had a, a tribe. Remember, girl, we was going to uh, we was all going to take the passport pictures and the couples things, and we thought we was going to be the next version of the best man holiday, best man type thing without going to high school, college. It was going to be the after years. You know, we <laughs> met up then, and and we just had you know, and everybody's boyfriends got along and you know and we was gonna be each other's bridesmaids for those who wanted to get married you know like we was gonna do the whole nine yards and life said i'm about to show you who this person who is really is and who isn't and even till this exact day it's still saying okay i'm gonna show you 
who is and who isn't. And I feel like just through life things, it it started to where it could have been if handled correctly, something that made you come together, you know, like you see in the good old movies, come together, talk it out, figure it out, and nothing's gonna break us. I feel like it was no, it's this is broken. But I and think that's why. I think that that's why it's important to have a tribe, like you say, to support you and uplift you. But I am going to be an advocate of a smaller tribe is a better tribe. Mm -hmm. And maybe that comes from a lot of my personal issues and my experiences with large groups has, has not gone well. Anything over five, I'm not here for it. Listen, the Spice Girls were five and we see what happened to them. All right. Destiny's Child Destiny was Child only four. four. And we oh. I was going there and we see what happened to them. In Vogue was four or five. The Jackson Five was five and they were brothers. And, and they were happened. Like, I feel like to me, <laughs> you know what I told my, no, I'm going to tell you exactly what I told Elle some years ago. Four. Because your average sedan car only seats four. We'll see. So, we I don't ride in one car. Listen. We don't need no SUV. <laughs> You need the driver. I am the driver of my own car. I'm gonna have my best friend, and then I got the two in the back, and they, they can my back. They can they alternate. Can go either way. They can they go can in go and out. Way. The one I need to be here to I know is my right hand. There's a reason it's called your right hand, people, because who's on the drive? Where where in American cars is your passenger on the right hand side? On the right so hand side. I need to know my right hand. They can't go anywhere. Okay, the back the Jesus on the what side of of, of, of God? The on the right hand side. Of God. Okay, so the back seat, you know, I'm gonna tell you right. If you in the back seat, they protecting the back. They can protect the back, but they ain't gonna hit me from the back without them saying, "Half a duck," <laughs> and without looking, I'm ducking because I know. You only <laughs> need. You only need three. You need you and three others. That's how I feel. And I will say, like you said earlier about you, was like, I think I got three. That's all you need. That's all you need because you know what? Three people plus you fit in a car. That's it. That's it. You don't need five. If you really want to squeeze that fifth person into the back, fine. But you definitely do not need more than five. But that's what I said. That's why I said that other, like Ty, I feel like she's my ace in the hole. Like, I, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's, I feel like if you have, if, if you're in a circle, it's five, including yourself. Right. Then it's that ace in the hole. And that ace in the hole is the one who is, you know what? Let me ask. Or let, or when they, they're not there all the time, but they're there when it matters the most. Sometimes the fifth person, and I've I've heard this with guys too, when I've talked to like, you know, Kaz, he was on the show, mm -hmm. the whining with the guys, the gender roles. And Sometimes there's that friend that, how do I put this? It's the, the fifth person in my, in my experience has always been my banger. The person that people know that I know you, but nobody sees you until there's a problem. Like mm. that's the person that I'm going, I'm about to go to war and I got to go pick them up. Like when everybody else <laughs> in the car is like, where are you going before? I thought we were going to Kim's house to jack her up. Well, yeah, but before we go there, we got to stop and get time. 
oh, you getting Tanya. It's that there. Yeah, like everybody knows about Tanya, but yeah. y'all don't ever see her until it's right. Then she slides in the back seat again because she got your back, excuse me, to the other two in the back. I've come to lay hands. Like that's it. And then y'all go kiss out. You drop hands, you do what you need to do. And then she's like, cool, y'all drop me back off. Vaughn, thank you. Nice time. Sit nice seeing all of you ladies. And I'll see you at the next one. And, that's and it's it. funny because they're always like, girl, we got to get together. Yes, we do. And it'd be seven months. And that's the one you again. never see. They, you only see them when it's time to lay hands and not in a great, not in a glory way. I promise you. <laughs> that's the hitter. That's, that's, I promise you, this tight as far as my inner circle goes. As far as my outer circle goes, I feel like that's all of them. Because uh, one, of, one of my outer circles just posted that something had happened to her. And instantly, I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> ma'am, who do you, what, what, what are we doing? Because we don't do this. <laughs> and she was like, we good. I said, okay, because you know, we saved, we not soft. Like, it's, it's a difference. Right, right. You know, we gangsters for God. Like, so what she <laughs> saying? So she was like, we good. I was like, okay, well, hallelujah. But and for, some, <laughs> and for some people, you are that hitter. I know that there are some people that, and it's crazy because you know me, I'm always the don't fight. Come on, guys. No, I am <laughs> the preacher of peace. But there are people who, if you told them that, would be like, Vaughn is the preacher of peace. Because if I if something goes off, that's who that's I'm the hitter for some people where I know I'm not gonna see you unless it's a real problem or emergency. And then it's like I'm down for whatever. We go to jail. I don't care. Let's go. Like yeah, I feel like I feel like in in uh, in our tribe, I feel like if anybody got a phone call and said that said not and said if anyone received the phone call that said yo Michelle was fighting. I feel like my entire circle will rise up <laughs> and be like stir post who. What happened? Like, as they're putting on their shoes, <laughs> so, like, please tell me what, well, where is she? Like, it's going to be questions with preparation because I feel like they're going to be, if Michelle had to get to that level, it is clear. But I so feel like what? I'm even more that level than you because I remember. Oh. I remember there yeah. is well, hello to all my fellow winers. There is yeah. one person in this world right now who is an on-site problem and she earned it. Let me be very clear yeah. that yeah. it was a two-year ordeal. No, it was a solid year. It was a solid year ordeal that started with this 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 woman, person. this individual <laughs> calling me a desperate, thirsty hoe, and then ended with her threatening my life. And that prompted the all right now you on site and when i said she was on site i will never forget being at our sister's anniversary pool party and our little sister who was on for the motherhood monet hey monet was there and fighting came up and i said and the question she asked was well who's gonna fight and i said oh i am and she was like oh you 
Well, what happened? Because again, and I told the person that I was dealing with, y'all saw him. I told him, I said, look, and I said this and I meant it. Before all of that happened, I said, if I end up coming out swinging, the day I decide to fight is the day that everybody gets a pass to fight because I am the one who keeps the peace. I said, the minute that everybody hears, oh, Siobhan was fighting, Michelle is fighting, Eric is fighting, everybody's fighting because I I'm can't fighting. say nothing. I I'm can't say anything. I can't say anything. I'm going to tell you now, I'm going to jail. You can cash up my husband at the <laughs> trap for my bail. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to jail knowing that I'm broke. Even if it's not the same person, like I'm going to jump on this chick. Even if they don't, even if they've got people that it's like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a sign from God. Oh, Siobhan was fighting. I got six people on my hit list. I'll be back. Like, because I am the person that people come to, to go, look, I, I was need fighting. a sense of reason. Is it- right. I am the voice of reason. So if the voice of reason is fighting, that day is National Whoop Up Jazz Day. Okay. <laughs> so everybody should run and duck if anybody in my tribe, inner circle, outer circle, got a problem with you. Because the day I get to swinging on somebody, I can guarantee you that for 24 hours, all bets are off. Because I can't it's be on the high horse. I can't be on the high horse of morality after I don't punch somebody in the face. I can't. It's a purge. <laughs> It's the purge. It is. I'm sorry. Sound me alone. Sorry. I apologize. I, I apologize. I don't apologize. Look, so look, I feel like I like to say I had a person. And I'm gonna be honest, it took God to get rid of that in me. Um, because like I had I had one person ever in my life to hit me. And I not literally been able to hit them back. Mm. And I wasn't able to hit them back because I was pushed, like lifted up off my feet by another person who literally said, no, don't touch her. Picked me up, put me in the locker room and would not let me out. One person ever. So, mm-hmm. and that was my senior year of high school. I didn't get over that, honestly, <laughs> till my son was like four. Because I had this thing, you hit me. Like, you literally hit me. And you didn't hit me. You didn't hit me where... I fell out or anything like that. One, you snuck me. So that was a whole nother thing. Like, I didn't even see you coming. Mm-hmm. Then the thing is the lie that you told afterwards. You told everybody, this chick told everybody, she hit me so hard that her hand was bleeding. I said, well, dang, I should have a bruise or something. Mm. No bruise did I have. My daddy stopped my sister from laying a hand on her the next day in school. But it at, to the point where my father saw her one day and was like, oh, yeah, Michelle, I saw someone. So I ain't gonna put her name out there. I saw her so-and-so, you know, she worked at the bank. I was like, oh, yeah? Oh, what bank? I feel like my father at that moment remembered and was like, don't worry about it. I was like, no, <laughs> I need to open a new account anyway. 
And he was like, no, I just saw her at the bank. I don't know if she worked there or not. I said, man, you just see. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, she worked at legit. the bank. Which bank? I don't tell know if she worked bank. there. But I promise you. And the funny, when I do, I realized, when I realized that I was over it, was I saw her, now I'm married. I saw her a few years ago. And I looked at her and was like, hmm. And I felt sorry for her. Mm. And I didn't feel sorry for her in a self-righteous way. I felt it was like a legit, I feel sorry for you. Right. One, because the reason that she did what she did, it's not even a part of her life no more. <laughs> so you went to all of these extents and all of these great lengths to protect or do or to prove something and here you are and that is not even relevant to you so it i guess that showed the growth you were just saying the evolution the evolution um, yeah but yeah but i feel like all of this is is tied into the tribe, because you're evolving, everybody's evolving as an individual. And as that, your tribe has to evolve. Um, yeah, because some being stagnant, it's hard to be stagnant in a growing tribe. And I feel like that's another thing that happened with our tribe. You had so many people growing and a few that were very reluctant to grow. And in, reluct, in that reluctance, it built animosity it built resentment resentment it built a whole lot of of just and also nonsense. just because you grow in one way doesn't mean i'm gonna grow the same way that you're growing or same speed and but you have to understand that and that's the thing the lack of wisdom that took place in that it was it was crazy and i feel like that's what ultimately was like yeah, and, and I feel like that's how you grow apart, not just in your girl tribe or, or your um, anything like that, but it just in life in general. That's how marriages, to me, split. You know, people say, oh, we grew apart. Yeah, resentment and all of the, a lot of those other things, those quote unquote toxic traits right. um, or that hurt, which is really what it is, it's... Uh, it, it, it separates and it deteriorates. And I feel like your, your inner circle, that, that girl tribe has to be able to grow doing those trials and tribulations. Even if you're not all on the same path, like in life, not like the exact same path, but to be able to have, beat that glue that sticks together in that, in that growth, that's hard to find. And when you find it, you have to cherish it. But I feel like in the society that we live in now, it's not taught. It's 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 being advertised that oh, just dump them and keep going. Yeah, I think we have a really bad thing with that, where everybody's looking for instant satisfaction. Nobody really wants to grow or take accountability, and it's just a matter of dump and start again, dump and start again, dump and start again, and it shows in relationships, interpersonal. Mm -hmm all types of, whether romantic or friends. Um, and I think people forget the importance of a tribe. And even as a woman who, you know, went through bouts where everybody around me was pretty much a dude, I never 
I never did not understand the importance of a girl tribe. Right. I have always understood that importance, but the problem is it was very difficult for me to find women who shared my same creed, my same values, my same morals, my same foundation. And that's what I think is what becomes the problem where things are easy to split anyway, because your foundation wasn't the same or your Mm -hmm. foundation suddenly get a crack and a shift. And so you go, the house is automatically going to fall if the foundation is not solid. Right. Um, of what is on what is built on and my relationships in my tribe and no, my tribe is not nuclear. Like it's, it's me. I don't think most tribes are nuclear. I don't, I don't either. I think, a, I think, but that's the other problem I think is we see so much on TV that we're, that people try to emulate. You see like girls night or you see girls uh, trip, girls trip. That's what it is. Yeah. You see girls trip. <laughs> But you literally meant girls night. I don't know. I, I meant thought girls that was like another I think there was one though. Because there was a the white version that came out when the black girl version what came out. What was that? I don't remember what it was called. But either way, I know you about to look it up. But either way. Yes, because sidebar, that joint was funny. But girls trip, and I know girls trip did well, but the other version did not. It flopped. It did but, not. But when people, I think that's what people are trying to hold on to. And you, and those moments are great. That was my 27th birthday for me. It was wonderful. But that's not a lifestyle. You know, these movies are moments, even in time, because that's what a movie is. But even in the course of life of these characters. It was called Rough Night. (laughs) There you go. There's people growing apart, people growing up, people growing together, people spending this bachelorette party together or whatever would have you because even from the male side the hangover you cannot do every weekend would you really even want to like come on same with girls trip do you really want to do this every weekend like no you have a a whole nother life a husband a a boyfriend a kids a job a career something else that's fueling you versus that I think that's also what, like, when you see these movies, that's what they're feeding off of. Because remember, when we went to go see Girls Trip, we took the tribe. We had a ball. Well, I didn't go, but... Um, But when you saw Girls Trip, it was funny because as each person did something, you could identify Identify. Mm -hmm. someone in that group because it's hilarious. And I feel like it was a whole bunch of us that went. It was a bunch of y'all. I just didn't go. Because I remember when Jada came out <laughs> in that that blouse that was made from an indigenous tribe and whatever, literally everybody that came to the movies with us was like, Michelle, I was like, first of all, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not wearing nothing from an indigenous anything. We go to the club. She looked like she's about to go to church. That's different. Like, I was like, y'all gonna stop coming for me. But it was funny because Tiffany Haddish's character, everybody literally was like, Erica. Erica. Like, well, I already knew that. I, I didn't see the movie to know that that's Erica. <laughs> so it was like, you could identify. And like, even with Rough Night, that was hilarious because the um, main character in that, they were like, yep, that that's a Michelle thing. Like we could see that being Michelle. Like, and I feel like that's what when you like think about bridesmaids. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like you get all of these things 
And I feel like you get these movies because they they are, remind you of the importance. They remind you of, of the importance tribe. of having your girls tribe, having people there to hold you up in the most ridiculous, outrageous, far fetched, um, even the most normal, subtle, uh, calm, even during the most depressing set during those times. Those movies still show you your girl tribe is there like it's important to have like you gotta have it i feel like to me like even for a boys a man tribal boys oh, a club, lot of dudes i knew watch for watch four brothers religiously girl there's a lot to hang over all of them but i think i think it's just as important there's a reason why you have the male versions of movies that are focused around god's foolishness and the female versions that are focused around female foolishness because mm -hmm. contrary to what a lot of society may want to whatever and i know that chick flicks get a bad name but that's just who we are and i think that's because society has like a whole lot of underlying hatred toward women period but that's a why for another time but i feel like that's why it's important though is we do let our hair down. And when you get around your tribe, when you get around your group, your clique, your squad, your crew, whatever, that's the whole point is to be yeah. able to just be free. And you can have crazy moments and you can laugh about it. And, and it's judgment-free. It's a judgment-free zone. It is such a judgment-free zone. And it's, fr and it's freeing. And it's a feeling that if you don't have a girl tribe or you don't understand, you don't have that connection with someone i pray that you are able to experience that freedom in some type of way because and it's funny because my husband has said it to me plenty of times well you talk to them x y and z and you don't talk to me that way and it wasn't until i want to say a few years ago where i actually understood why and was able even was even able to put it verbally i was like because if I, I was like i don't know why i don't know why but i know what it is it's that comfortability in that inner circle where you're able to be you whether it's sad you happy you dumb you blonde mobile you silly you and it's Horny, not whatever say some crazy type because oh, you know it's like you say you know it's no judgment and i think that honestly especially as a woman we are judged so harshly by society based on what your nails look like what your hair looks like are you tall are you skinny are you fat are you big boobs are you small boobs are you big booty that when you get around other women when you get around your circle you're not comparing like which is what a lot of the world does with magazines and everything else. You're not comparing, ooh, is this look, you're not doing that. You, and I will say that in finding my tribe with like back in 08 with y'all, it was a confidence booster because mm -hmm. I realized in that moment, anytime I was like, oh, I don't know if I look good in this. Do y'all think, oh no, girl, you better write. You, it was like you said, that confidence, that support. Right, but, and, and it wasn't even that we we're going to lie to you. It was, you know what? That you right, that don't quite look right. Try this. Bam. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. And it's the honesty 
that can come, it comes with your tribe, even if you don't like it. The honesty is still, is still there. The support, the, the encouragement, love the love is still and there. And that's what it comes from. And that's, I feel like that's what it is, that inner circle has that love. That is, it's that, it's the pure love. It's that unconditional love. And, and I just hope and I pray that everyone can have or, or is able to experience that in some type of way. Like I said, we say we, your tribe does not have to be this large. It's, you don't have to be 10 people deep. Um, you don't. If you She's, are, get you and a that's car. how you rock with it, slam, rock with it. Do your thing. Rock it out. However, if that's not it and your tribe is a simple number of two, enjoy it. Live it up. And that's what I think it needs to be is, like I say, the importance of a tribe for women to me is knowing that it's a judgment-free zone with love and support where you can be who you authentically are and you're not going to be judged for it because the world judges women a lot. We are constantly judged, people in general, but we talk about women, are constantly judged (laughs) and told again, and this came up, with the gender roles conversation. We're constantly told this is gender roles. I've seen so many times where women want this differently. Men, These are men saying this, of course, but constantly having men tell you what it is to be a woman. Well, women aren't wired like men and women don't want sex like men and women don't require the same thing. Women don't, where if you really hear this and harp on this and you don't have any other woman, so you may know how you feel, but if you're the if you're the only female that you know or that you're around, you will start listening to all of this because you're like, well, that's the average woman and I don't know any other women. So this must be true. Something's wrong with right. me. Whereas and, mm-hmm. if you get around other women that you like, sometimes I just really want to shake my butt and I don't want to feel like a hoe. Do- Girl, shake your ass. You are not a hoe. Sometimes I really just, you know, I want to wear a blue wig, but I think that'll make me look ratchet because they say, screw them. We here. We good. Do you. Isha was the first person. I wore Isha's blue wig and I loved me in it. Okay. Um, I've had some of the most raunchy conversations with Eureka in my life and I've appreciated all of them. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I've been and, able- and, and even in those conversations, it's someone in your tribe, like myself, who is literally sitting there like, oh my God. I have, I'm literally clutching my pearls, but I can appreciate every piece of that. But I feel like your that, 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 that inner circle, that tribe shields the white noise mm-hmm. and to be able to have that shield is, is awesome. It is. And I think that's what you're saying. Like when you, I want, Girl, how many times, and I know I know a whole bunch of girl tribes do it. I'm sure y'all do. When you go, how, so-and-so can make their butt clap. Remember we used to have, how you make, well, this cheek moved. <laughs> but just pure enjoyment, pure letting loose is what I think a girl tribe supplies you with. Um, it's a place to truly let your hair down. Mm-hmm. And not have to be uptight, not have to worry about what they say or they think. This invisible they that everybody is trying to impress is just you. 
and these people who may not, again, may not agree with everything you do, may look at some of the conversations, especially if you're in a tribe of more than a four or more. Two of the people may look at the other two like they are on another. But you're free to be that person without judgment. Because they know at some point they're going to have their turn. Yeah, and it's going to be some stuff. Because you do I have to you And you're bougie. <laughs> and I'm like, God, does your bougie know a limit? It doesn't? That's sad. And I'm not going to, but I'm not judging. I'm judging you, but I'm not judging you. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. No, I get it. Because sometimes I surprise myself. Like, and that's the other thing. Like, you, the freeness of having your girl tribe, when you go, look, this is about to sound crazy, but let me tell you my train of thought. And so I have literally, you guys have known my conversation. I go, but no, I thought about this too. And this is where my conflict is. And everybody is literally looking at me. And the only thing they go is, Michelle, you know, that's your brain. It's okay. It's actually quite normal. You know, so it's like, oh. I mean, okay. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's a matter of right. And like I say, to me, 2014 my birthday and leslie's birthday was truly like our version of girl's trip we in were atlantic out city. here in these in atlantic city we were out in these streets on this boardwalk blue hair out here grabbing booties I, we walking leaving whatever the little rodeo place was toga, turn back toga party invite toga like, parties look back erica standing with two dudes like look good don't it? i'm like what are you doing they were staring at your he, he was staring at your butt so i was staring too what is going on? I mean, Girl, you got your nipples pierced. I rode the bull in a dress. It was terrible. But I did that. And it was just, but that's, I think that's why that was the best girl's moment to me. And that is the importance of the trial. You know what? That I, that definitely is. That, that definitely is. And I pray, Jesus. Girl, you are bringing back too many memories. Look, you oh got attacked by, by seagulls. Sexy got guys. your nipples pierced. <laughs> We would do a Baywatch on a thing. We walked, we walked past the frat boys who had on the bitch shirts and we had on the bitch shirts. And I was like, but y'all are men. <laughs> and remember when we went to the club and what's the name was hanging like from the uh thing on the room. <laughs> um, they climbed up the thing and was twerking. Oh, who I, it wasn't Erica. Who was it? Was it Helena? No, that was me. Oh, what's shoot. his name put me on his shoulders and I grabbed the rafters to hold on and the DJ that was say, me. you know what I feel like girls trip y'all owe us some money because that I feel that like was, we, that, that was definitely us. me yeah that's not but that's why because you would go Erica Helena because that doesn't sound like something I would do but that yeah. was me because it was my birthday and Omar did it that was his name Omar lifted me on his shoulders and so I didn't fall I grabbed the rafters and I was just I, well, I'm up here now, so hell. Yo, and when I say, and it's funny because, like I say, our we have had some as much fun as we've had. We have cried on each other's shoulders. We have been angry mm-hmm. at each other. We have we've had all of this, and I will say, in in that is growth. But in that, it also shows strength of your inner circle. And Mm -hmm. to have that is, I'm going to just be honest, it's a blessing. Um, So, and I know guys have it too. So, and that's why when they say, well, men don't understand women, I don't think it's that. I just don't think, I think we're just not listening to one another because ultimately I think we're doing the same thing. We are doing a lot of the same thing. It's just on the opposite sides. That's it. 
Um, and you know, it, it is what it is, but it is very freeing to have, just to know you have that inner girl circle. Um, and in that circle are definitely what we like to call the lady laws. And we will get into that on another day. Indeed. So, now that the glasses are empty and we have finished whining about our uh, the importance of girl trials. The importance of having one. Siobhan, tell us what is your rating for your wine? For your mascot? Yeah, this this, okay, I'm gonna read this. (laughs) So, it says, for centuries, the beautifully handcrafted biznagas, clusters of jasmine flowers, have been sold on the lively streets of Malaga. That This is a Spanish wine, by the way. Um, each cluster is meticulously assembled blossom by blossom to form the vibrant arrangements. The attention to detail and the honor paid to centuries of tradition are reflected in the wine. Each cluster of grapes is hand-chosen to create the most vibrant, sparkling wine that blooms on the plate and fills your glass with, with fills your glass with exotic floral aromas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lot, and I'll be honest, my dis, uh, my ABD. Let me let me let me tell you the point. Heard, of this. You know what I heard? Braga. That's fair. <laughs> and I know you didn't say that. I did. Okay. But what this comes down to is it's floral let me tell you i've learned i don't like floral wine you don't like florals i don't because when i tasted this thing let me tell you it's it's sparkling and it's probably more on the dry it's like an off dry sparkling and it went down and i was like okay this reminds me of a riesling and then came the floral after and i said whoa Mm, what is this and then i looked and there's literally a picture of a flower on the bottle so <laughs> but i was like but you know that doesn't really mean anything but i was just like okay and so when i looked it's and the first thing i saw was clusters of jasmine flowers and i said oh lord oh lord okay that's what we're doing that's what there's flowers there's florals in this that's what we're doing mm-hmm. so i'm really not a floral person I appreciate the sparkling of it. It was a nice texture, but for me, the aftertaste killed it. Like it started, uh, it started as like a solid, a solid three. It started as like a solid three. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. Cause I was like, okay, off dry Riesling, mm -mm, florals. Um, And that's going to drop it to a 2.5. I'm sorry. I really don't like florals. Uh, It's not horrible. I just, I, I don't. Um, my first Muscat, I've never had it with Muscat before. I haven't had a sparkling wine in a very, very long time. So this is a, a bring back. But yeah, I'm going to have to give it a 2.5. Um, how was your Snoop Dogg? The Cali bread is going to get a rating of a two. Wow, yeah. Um, it was it wasn't a favorite. Um, there's literally no description of the actual wine. In this. <laughs> <laughs> 
literally tells the story about like like on the back pretty much the whole typical you know contrary you know a rule breaker who beats the odds and Oh, it's so like Snoop's biography. Yeah, oh, okay. It's that type thing. So it says nothing about the lot. Um, it, you know, how it's like some, it's dry, which is okay. fine. I like dry wines. Right. Um, it has, to me, it had, I don't want to be mean, but it doesn't have a taste. If that makes sense. It tastes like, Uh, um, a real wine. So like it's bland, like it's not, there's nothing distinct about it is what you're saying? Nothing. Mm. It's like, if someone was like, can I get a glass of red wine and not told you like specifically what they want, this would be it. <laughs> I, oh, you want red? Here you go. Like, here you go. Because clearly you just want something dry. It doesn't have to have a taste. It doesn't have to taste good. It doesn't have to go with anything. Like, I can't see me pairing this with a food. I feel like this is like, oh, I'm drinking wine. And again, my taste buds are different. My taste buds are weird sometimes. But um, this one right here is a two for me. Mm. It's the peace side. So I'm going to say peace. That's where I'm going with this. I don't even know how to describe it. So it's a like red blend <laughs> that is like a bland it red it's blend. It's a bland red blend. Like that's, and that's if it's a blend. I don't even know if this is technically considered a blend. It's just a bland red wine to me. And yeah, that's that's all I got. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. And I, I'm glad I only literally pulled like a four count, but like four ounces. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but um, yeah, I guess I, this just wasn't a good wine week. Not, not this week, this but it's okay. We had great whining conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good wine with not yes. so good wines. Yes. Good. <laughs> it is what it is. And I feel like we're going to have more of these mixed, um, these mixed weeks, you know, mixed uh, reviews and while we're tasting and whining about all of these wines. Um, but for now, as we come to a close, we'd like to thank you all for whining with us on this wonderful episode of A Little Something to Whine About with your hosts, Ty A. Michelle and, and Siobhan Camille. Don't forget to we do this every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So we hope that you subscribe to the channel on YouTube. If not, you can follow us on Instagram at A Little Something, the number two, Whine About. Again, that's A Little Something, the number two, Wine about. And remember, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Bye.